Hi, meteorologist Don Paul here, and welcome to Don Paul's Bits of Blather on weather, climate, and science. This one's going to focus on weather. And again, if you've been enjoying this podcast, which is showing some growth, please share it. Uh, unless you're a nat- national figure, you know, like Al Roker, uh, growth can be slow. We're seeing some decent growth, but word of mouth, word of keyboard, key to the growth of this podcast. Today, I think I'll call this one the winds of autumn. Maybe I should call it the damaging winds of autumn. Damaging winds become more likely as we get into mid and late autumn, and again, during the early spring months, uh, partly due to greater temperature differences between cold, dense air behind cold fronts and warmer, more buoyant air with lower barometric pressure, and the cold, dense air from high pressure flows toward low pressure. Now, different parts of the country do get different setups for high winds, but let me first define high winds. One of the most often misused terms by my friends and colleagues in news, particularly reporters in the field, high winds do not occur just because it's very windy out. We have a specific definition for them because a high wind warning is a severe weather warning. It's a warning in which widespread property damage is likely or imminent. And uh, during this time of the year, with greater temperature contrast between the cold air masses and the warm air masses, stronger cold fronts start to cross the northern tier of the United States first, then the central parts of the country. And you can get pressure falls ahead of a cold front. Barometric pressure can fall rapidly if there's a deep low pressure system dragging the cold front, and then jump rapidly right behind the front. And these rapid falls followed by rapid jumps are pressure couplets. Meteorologists can look at some modeled numbers and determine, oh boy, this one is an amazing barometric pressure couplet. This is going to produce damaging winds. A high wind is defined by either sustained winds, average non-gust winds of 40 miles an hour or higher for one hour or longer. That's not very common in most parts of the country. It's certainly common with the approach of a tropical cyclone, and it can be common in the winds downwind of the Rockies when you have these borer winds descending the slopes of the Rockies down to the flat high plains. They accelerate through gravity, heat up and compress, and can produce some incredible velocities of 100 miles per hour or greater for an extended period in places like Fort Collins, even on occasion in Denver, Boulder, uh, the cities east of the Rockies. And these high winds that can spread all the way out into the Dakotas, not just in eastern Montana, but into North Dakota, uh, South Dakota, western Nebraska, western Kansas. In uh, my part of the country, if you're listening in another location, here in western New York and especially near Buffalo, our, our high winds tend to come up the stretch of Lake Erie, the fetch is what sailors call it, from southwest to northeast. And so our greatest or worst high wind events tend to occur behind cold fronts with a deep area of low pressure um, passing north of the Great Lakes and a high pressure ridge off to the east. The steeper the pressure gradient, the change in barometric pressure between centers of high and low pressure, the faster the winds will blow. And uh, very often, these setups can be seen a couple of days in advance. Earlier this year, 
Uh, the data was so clear-cut, the National Weather Service Buffalo office issued a high wind watch, which means conditions are becoming more favorable for a high wind event, almost three days in advance. And when it becomes certain that damaging high winds are going to occur, the watch is elevated to a warning, a high wind warning. So when you hear that phrase, high wind warning, that's not the same thing as a reporter whose hair is getting blown uh, out in the field saying, wow, these are high winds. Strong winds are not the same as high winds. We really need people to know the definition because in many ways, it's the equivalent of knowing uh, the difference between a severe thunderstorm for wind potential versus a more garden variety thunderstorm, which can still produce some pretty strong gusts. Now, uh, high wind warnings also have uh, a precursor, uh, which doesn't always result in a high wind warning, a wind advisory. Uh, the different weather service offices around the country have different wind velocity standards for issuing an advisory. Around here, more typically, a wind advisory might be issued if southwest sustained winds of 25 to 35 were going to be accompanied by gusts of 45 to 50. The 25 to 35, not that big a deal. Annoying, but gusts approaching 50 miles an hour can take down some tree limbs and produce some scattered power outages, produce some property damage. At the threshold of the high wind warning, where peak gusts, I talked earlier about the sustained winds of 40 plus for over an hour. Peak gusts are the most often causes of damage in most parts of the country peak gusts of greater than 58 miles an hour, let's say 60 to keep it short and memorable. Why that number? Because there have been lots of damage surveys with engineers accompanying meteorologists, and we know that once winds start gusting to 60, you can expect more numerous power outages and property damage. Also, um, if you're talking about downwind of a lake, there'll be more spray. Um, the high winds can produce significant lakeshore flooding at the eastern end of Lake Erie. Strong southwest winds produce what's called the seiche, where waters from the western end of Lake Erie get shoved onshore at the eastern end by any prolonged period of strong to high winds, but especially literally high winds. And that can produce serious beach erosion, uh, damage to lakeshore homes, of course, boats that are not properly tied up and sheltered. And uh, in the wintertime, as we get into days where it's really cold out, lots of freezing spray can occur with such winds late in November. That's a commonplace occurrence here. Uh, right now, uh, heavy freezing, freezing spray warnings are up in the northern Arctic waters of Alaska. I just happened to check before I recorded this, where there we're talking about large fishing craft large uh, boats which can be quickly coated with thick uh, ice from the freezing spray and if you watched uh, all those great shows uh, about the deadliest catch you know what can happen on those boats from freezing spray winds not necessarily at high wind thresholds accompanying heat and low humidity will result in the issuance of red flag warnings for fire danger. Right now, there are red flag warnings up in many parts of Colorado where newly ignited huge forest and wildfires are in progress uh, with uh, 
terrible smoke plumes, uh, polluted air, and explosively spreading fires. And red flag warnings can frequently be issued at this time of the year in parts of California, uh, even all the way down to near Los Angeles. Winds coming through the canyons of the Santa Monica Hills and other mountains to the east accelerate. They squeeze through a space and have to go faster to get to it and then accelerate even more coming down from high elevations to lower elevations. And uh, this air, as it's compressed and accelerates, heats up and dries out. And uh, humidity levels in the single digits can occur when a strong Santa Ana wind from the east-northeast is blowing near Los Angeles, which makes fires all the more explosive in the way they spread should there be a single spark or a human accident. And we also have lake wind advisories for some parts of the country where disasters for fishing expeditions have developed because the mariners piloting the boats weren't paying close enough attention to the weather and the boat can capsize with a lot of passengers. Um, so wind advisory means pay attention if you have delicate Halloween decorations out. I know it's a lot of work, but you may want to take the time to take them down and then put them up again after the wind damage uh, uh, moves away. A high wind warning makes such damage to decorations even more likely. And uh, this is not to insult your intelligence, but if you're paying attention to the forecast and the forecast says southwest winds of 30 to 40 with peak gusts of 65, and you have a new Mercedes S500, you lucky dog, you, don't park it northeast of a vulnerable tree. That's the direction in which the tree will fall. And the most vulnerable trees are shallow-rooted spruce trees, conifers. Uh, they have shallow roots and they fall more easily. But if you have just a huge oak tree, I wouldn't park northeast of an oak tree if I had a Mercedes S500. I wouldn't even do it if I had a Yugo. Get the point? Uh, so know the wind direction. In some parts of the country, like this part near Buffalo, our strongest winds virtually always occur from the southwest coming up Lake Erie. Sometimes along the Lake Erie shoreline, a wind coming down the slopes of the higher elevations south of the Buffalo metro area out of the southeast can produce damaging gusts along the Lake Erie shoreline. Those are called downslope winds, such as the winds which descend down the Rockies to the high plains. It's just that our downslope here is not nearly as great a difference in altitude, and so the winds can't reach the 100-mile-per-hour levels that they do in places like Fort Collins. So that's a basic primer, just reminding you that high wind events become more likely this time of the year into November, sometimes early December, due to greater temperature differences uh, ahead of and behind cold fronts attached to deep low pressure systems. And that's my noisy dog, Merlin, in the background. Merlin, you're not in this show, okay? <laughs> and uh, that, that about covers the basics. Pay attention to watches and warnings and advisories, and you'll have less chance of damage. And although the wind blows when my lips flap, I don't think I'm producing any local damage in, um, on my property. I will talk to you in the immediate future. Thanks. And again, if you like the podcast, please share.